Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Hello, happy Tuesday. I have Leia here. Let's see if she'll chat and then I'm going to pull up Corinne. Oh, there's Leia. Of course. You have a lot to say, Leia? I'm now the host. I have all the power. Just got to find Corinne and bring her up here. Yes. Inviting, welcoming. Hi. Hello. Sorry. I literally was just <laughs> saying, I was like, I need to be way quicker this week. I'm going to be so much better. And then of course I couldn't, something glitched in my brain and I like could not remember how to make you a host and give you the power to bring me up <laughs> on my Campfire Stories account. But we're here. Well, we're here. We did it. And you guys, I feel like everyone who's Hello. here is a true so, <laughs> lover of our podcast and follows us very, very deeply. And so Corinne is engaged. I'm engaged. Baby. She's getting married. I'm getting married. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, as everyone comes in, Corinne is going to have to tell her engagement story again because Oh, it's just so, it's so great. It's so great. Well, Sabrina, you, you texted me earlier today and you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe you're engaged. This is so exciting. And I was like, <laughs> just imagine this. Like Two years ago, I was at a bar where a date was asking to see my ears and look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. Look at me now. No more bad dates. <laughs> it's done. Wait, Sarah, Sarah in the chat said, Corinne, your fiance is oddly enough, one of my childhood friends. Such a small world. <gasps> Sarah. Okay. Screenshot. I got to ask. <laughs> okay, wait, Sarah, are you from New Jersey then? Are you a Jersey? I have so many girl? questions. Well, oh, Leia's is truly walking over my oh. mic microphone. Okay, Corinne, tell, yeah. you're engaged, you're getting married. Brian surprised the queen well, who truly I didn't think could ever be surprised and it happened. So, okay. Well, I should have, I'll tell like a very, very short version because we did like a 12 minute <laughs> episode <laughs> recap earlier today for episode 159 right? That we recorded? 179. Yeah. Whoa. How strong. Yeah. Episodes in the past. Not right. But the, the abridged version of this is that I, I somewhat knew it was coming because in January we talked about looking for rings and naturally mm -hmm. being the control freak planner that I am, I three days later sat Brian down and presented an eight-page, 30-minute-long PowerPoint presentation on what I would like in a ring. <laughs> so, so, he didn't go in blind. There was no guessing. <laughs> Let's just say Corinne knows what she wants and will make sure she's very concise and clear about what she wants. Yeah. And she so, makes a great business partner because of it. <laughs> so many people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Like, blah, blah, blah. like you know what? This was to protect me and to protect him. I'm very picky about what I like. And it would have, I didn't want to like crush his feelings and ruin this moment for him. If in, you know, yeah. three months from now, I was like, actually, can we go get a new setting? Actually, can we get, yeah, I didn't want to do that. So I was just like, I know no, what I want. No, no, so no. this is what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, but I did not think it was happening 
two months after that conversation. I thought for sure it was going to be like, he was on it summer, early fall. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Cause he, yeah, he told, cause he was planning like an engagement party. And so, yeah, he had, he'd messaged a bunch of us from LA. Yeah. There were like 50 some people that knew about this for two months and I had no clue. You had no idea. But I will say, I mean, I won't tell like the whole story. We, he proposed in the North end um, in a park and there were hidden photographers. We already have our engagement photos and all that, which is really, really nice. But I will say this (laughs) one detail that I didn't say on the podcast episode that we had recorded, which was Sabrina, I was telling you that there are all these like details about what he, what I should have known or like signs signs. looking back that you realize were signs, but you didn't think much of exactly. So a few of those signs would be Number one, that I use his phone to log into Campfire Stories. Like you guys will notice that there's two profiles on here. There's or three. There's Sabrina, there's me, and there's Campfire Stories. Campfire Stories is Brian's phone. I log in, I pull Sabrina up, make her the host, and then I ask to mm-hmm. like come up. And that's how we we get on together underneath Campfire Stories. It's a three phone yeah. ordeal. And so I've always yeah. used his phone and he normally just hands it to me and I like, you know, type in the passcode, log in or whatever. And for the past four weeks, he's hand delivered it to me like a second before we go on already in the <laughs> app. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's weird. I should have known that. He was always, he was also very fixated on the fountain that was in the backdrop of our photos and proposal being turned on and kept mm-hmm. talking about the photo or I can't stop <laughs> about the about fountain. The fountain. Uh, and when the water was going to come on. And I was like, I don't know, but like in the summer, like when it's warm, like it's fine. Uh, so that was another one. And yeah, there were just like a few other things. He was looking at like groomsmen proposal stuff. I like caught him looking at it and I was like, oh, you've got plenty of time. Aww. And he was like, oh, yes, you are uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I'm so excited uh, for you guys. Yeah. Thanks. I just didn't know because I was telling everyone about like, or started to tell people about ring shopping. So whenever anyone asked like, when is it happening or what, do you know this? Do you know what you want? I just thought that they were responding to my neuroticism of planning things and like basically already having planned a bachelorette and an entire Mm -hmm. wedding before even being engaged. So true surprise. You know what? It really, it really speaks to who you are as a person. You're a type A you're very organized. You like what you like and you yes. know what you want. And I said it before, but I'll say it again. It makes for the best business partner ever because you're organized <laughs> as hell. I feel like it's going to be upsetting for people who <laughs> like have, I know winning planning can be really difficult and really stressful, but I feel like I'm unfortunately going to be fortunately and unfortunately, I'm going to be in the boat where I'm going to have finished planning it in like two weeks. And I know other people are going to be like, what the fuck? I hate you for this. Yes, I already do. After planning for two years and replanning it however, however many times, I... Well, you were a special case. You I often Without am. other COVID brides. You had to plan your wedding three times. Yeah. And cancellations well, and reasons. And then I had three weddings. People in the chat thought you were a Virgo. Corinne is a Leo. I'm a Virgo. Oh, yeah. I uh, am a Leo, but I feel like I'm not the as traditional of a Leo. I, I'm on the cusp. I'm August 3rd. I don't know. Yeah. I need to look more into it. My brother was saying he was I looking up know. his like sun or like moon sun or whatever. Moon rising, sun rising. Yeah. yeah. And he, he said he looked it up and he, it was just like cancer, cancer, cancer. And he was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> all right. It's pretty rare to have every, for them all be the same. Yeah. It was just like, you're a freaking cancer. And he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, you guys, 
to celebrate Corinne's engagement and pending nuptials, which we are obviously all going to be so stoked to celebrate. We're going to celebrate right now with ghost stories in the best way we know how. It's Campfire Stories. That means it's Tuesday. It's Campfire Stories. It's Spotify Live. You all come and join us to share your spooky stories. We'll bring you up on stage. And if you take five-ish minutes to tell your story, try to find a quiet place so that everyone can hear you. And We'll just rapid fire, have ghost stories all evening until 6 p.m. when we got to skedaddle. Skedaddle. Um, skedaddle. Put on our fuzzy socks and get in bed. Well, we have a special story to start with tonight. Our listener, Scott, has been possessed oh. by Sven and has to come forward. <laughs> Scott. I love this. <laughs> all right. I'm going to bring up Scott and then after that, Marisa Stanton. Okay. Amazing. Scott. Hi, Scott. Oh, no. Scott, you have something to tell us. I didn't want to be. Scott, you've been caught. <laughs> I did not want to be first, but let's get this over with. Let's do it. <laughs> so, yes, I am finally free of Sven. It was a wild month, but he finally. Scott, moved. you'll have to start from the beginning for everyone to understand. Yeah, so about a month ago, I mean, I can't even remember. It was like I was abducted by an alien or something, but. Um, <laughs> I guess Ben took over my body and possessed me and he was speaking in the discord as himself using my profile, <laughs> but he was using my profile in the live room. So I'm not really <laughs> sure what his thought process was there, but he is, he is now gone. <laughs> I told him to stay away from all the campers. Uh, mm, that's so nice of you. But uh, can't be promised, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Wait, Scott, can I just say, okay, so you made the profile under Sven, and we're absolutely hilarious in Discord, and everyone was engaging with you, and it was so, so fun. Yes. And then I remember reading a, a part, maybe it was like a few weeks ago, I can't remember, but it was it was not long after you became Sven, and people were like, hmm, Scott is suspiciously absent from this chat but Sven is very active it must be Scott and you were people started pointing fingers and they were really suspicious of you but then it, <laughs> but then you came in under your profile and you're like sorry guys I had this other thing and I believed you and so then a couple weeks later I, we all did me and she goes I think I know who Sven is she goes it's Scott and I said no it's not that's been <laughs> disproven it's not Scott <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it because we were all in campfire stories and Nick came into the chat and Scott, you responded something and it was just the way you worded the comment that I was like, oh my gosh, Scott is Sven. And it all clicked in that moment. I know. I think I said something like welcome and it was where I placed the comma. I said the exact same thing <laughs> in Discord and you go, I know who you are. And I immediately, she I figured it out. But um, <laughs> no, it was fun for a while. And then I don't know, I started telling and meeting people in the Discord and I felt like I just needed to uh, be free of him. So I <laughs> I exercised clean. him from me. Uh, <laughs> and I, I heard, well, in the chat, Kin said she might be possessed next. Sven, Sven yes. is looking for a new um, new body to take over. Yes. Yeah, so everybody better watch <laughs> out. It's like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but everyone just gets <laughs> turned being Sven. <laughs> Wait, that is so you, fun. Wait, Carissa, Carissa goes, who here has been personally victimized by Sven? <laughs> I'm raising my hands. No one can see. Scott, uh, all I will say is round of applause to you. You Good, good. Thank you. I'm sorry that Sven possessed you in such a manner, but I'm, we loved, we loved to, we loved talking to Sven for the past month. 
Good, good. He might, he might be back. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that would be fun. Did you, did you tell anyone before Sabrina figured you out? I didn't. I almost did on the voice chat that we have after, but <laughs> I surprisingly kept it a secret. Um, but then I had some things happen this weekend with a pendulum, which if I have time, I'll tell you the story. Um, Please, tell us. I know you use it. And I don't know. It, it's it, in my head. I feel like I might be going a little crazy, but I did get permission, permission from Jason to um, use his name because I did chat with him and he kind of validated some of the some of the things I was saying. So I took notes. Jason, yes. our resident yep. medium. And um, mm-hmm. so never got a tarot card reading before. I went this weekend. I had a friend in town from Chicago. Uh, she came up to St. Paul. That's where I live in Minnesota. Um, and we went there and I walked in and I walked by the pendulums and I remember Corinne, you talked about yours, I believe. And I never really knew what they looked like or what they were, but I noticed when I Mm -hmm. walked in, they were all swaying, which I thought was weird. I thought maybe, you know, it was just the door. So I went and got my reading, which there was nothing of note because I don't know. First reading, I don't think it was that great. I think he was a little intoxicated and medicated. So that that wasn't wow. great. But after I <laughs> no. was talking to one of the employees about stones, because I don't really know too much about metaphysical objects and whatnot. So I was telling her right. I was reading about Tiger's Eye and how I read that it wasn't a good stone for Tauruses. And she told me that that was probably the worst advice I could have ever read because it's not true. So after chatting with her a little bit, I went over to the pendulums again and they were all like eerily still, like just not moving at all. Like when I walked in and they were all swaying. So I crouched down by them and one of them started to sway and it was a tiger's eye pendulum. So, um, I bought it because I just, why would that one be moving? And it's strange that it's tiger's eye and I just, I wanted to buy it. So that's how I felt. So, cause I remember you saying that. So I bought it, brought it home tried it out a little bit. Um, nothing really important, but the next day I went to an antique shop and I always like to walk around them, look around, but I'm always a little leery of old photographs. They freak me out. I feel like they capture the souls of people. So for some reason I went to the corner, there was this whole big stockpile of old photos. So I went through them and there was this one in particular that I just couldn't stop looking at. So I had to buy it. It was like $3 and 50 cents. Um, and I got home, I decided to put the pendulum under my pillow. Cause I read, you should do that. So it can kind of like attach itself to you or get energy. Um, and I started using yeah. it more the next day and I was really close to my maternal grandmother. And I asked if she was with me after, you know, asking to show me, yes, show me no. Um, and asking a few questions to make sure it was accurate. And it said yes. Um, And then I went from like one all the way up to five past lives, asking how many past lives I've had. It went all the way up to five, and then I skipped to seven, and it said no. So then I said six, and it said yes. And then I asked if I was living currently my seventh life, and it said yes. Wow. I feel like you're very young. For a soul, right? 
How many? I don't know how many past lives yeah, I don't know. people normally have. I feel have. like I've read once and it was like nine, but again, I don't really know too much about that. Whoa, nine? Um, nine oh, lives? Oh, so maybe you're about to graduate. I might, and I'm <laughs> here for it. I'm ready. Um, but then I wanted to ask about that photo because I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I asked if anything followed me home when I bought it, and it said yes. And then I asked if it was the gentleman in the photo that I bought, and it said yes. So then I asked if we were somehow connected. It said yes. And I asked if it was my soulmate, and it said yes. And then I asked oh. if it was if the person in the photo was living currently, and it said no. And then I asked... Wait, your soulmate's not currently living? That's sad. <laughs> and then I asked if, if the soulmate is waiting for me, and it said yes. So, oh my god! Then I posted in the chat just to kind of get an idea of what people thought, and I asked Jason just to read what I wrote, um, and he said that Frank led me to his photo, so that's the name, and it actually says it on the photo, um, and Whoa. wants me to know. Sorry, I'm just reading off my notes. Wants me to know more about him, and that he is with me now, and led me to the photo to get to know more about him. We've shared several yeah. past lives together, and he is my spirit guide. And I, oh my gosh! I just chatted with Jason right before the call to make sure it was okay that I um, mentioned his name, and because I wanted to validate with him, was he interpreting what I said, or was he actually getting that feeling? Um, and he said, the things I told you about Frank are things right. I sensed from looking at his photo. He wanted you to find the pendulum and the picture so he could communicate with you. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so, this is amazing. Wow. That is my story. Sorry, I'm very shaky and my heart's pounding. But Oh, my gosh, Scott, you can't yeah. truly you can't tell at all. Oh. That was such an incredible and well-told story. My heart would be pounding too if I went through what you what you did too. Like that is incredible. I'm just thinking like, you know, when you walked in and all of the pendulums had a bit of a sway, perhaps everything did to draw your attention there so that you can kind of like focus and notice that they were there. Right. And then the one pendulum picked you specifically so that yeah. you could communicate with Frank. I know. And it's all strange. This all happened this weekend. So it's all very new to me. So I was apprehensive about coming up, but I just felt like I had the courage to tell the story tonight. So I appreciate you bringing me. I just, yeah, I'm just like blown away too, that you found a photo of him. I know it's crazy. And I, you know, I've been using it a lot every day and I ask the same questions just to see if maybe for some reason, but with Jason's validation and me getting the same answers, it just seems right. You know? Wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. Have you asked if Frank will come forward in this lifetime? Like while you're still living? If he'll I have not. No. I add like I ask the same questions and I add maybe one or two a day just to, you know, it's all new to me. So I'm just trying to figure it out. But no, if yeah, I do, I'll keep you yeah. posted and let you know. I started a journal and I'm taking notes on everything. So that's smart. That's actually brilliant. God, this is <laughs> incredible. Yeah. And so, I mean, what a cool realization to have. Yeah. It all just kind of worked out so perfectly that it doesn't seem real, but we'll see. Well, you have to keep us updated. Yeah. Any, definitely. Anything new that you learn through your pendulum or through Frank or through Jason, 
Or Sven. <laughs> or Sven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I will do. Thank you again. And I love your podcast. I know everyone says that, but it is really the only podcast I listen and pay Thanks, attention Scott. to. Thanks, Scott. Oh, thank so. you. We're huge fans of yeah, you, Yeah, we really are. We've been chatting with you when you were anonymous, yeah. but still. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Uh, thank sorry you, I took up so much time. No. Oh my gosh. No, that, this is amazing. Not. Thank you. Right. Thank you. As Eric thank says, you. Ben, I mean, Scott, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks. Bye. Oh, the mystery that has finally been solved. I know. Sabrina, I can't believe you solved it. It was so <laughs> quick. You were like, you, I was in discord way more than you were for that first week too. And then you immediately logged well, in. Well, it wasn't go, even, I know who spent it. I was like, what? It was based in the chat of campfire stories. I screenshotted it. I will, I, I'm pretty sure I texted it to you, Corinne. And I said, it's Scott. And it was just, I think truly it was just the verbiage yeah. that Scott used in, in the chat. You're a little investigator. You've got your eagle See? eye on and the chat. And this is why the CIA should hire me because I'm intelligent. I think so. You know what? I also loved when you and I did live shows pre-pandemic in 2019. We did what, like four or five. You mm-hmm. would you would recognize people in the crowd from our Facebook group. There's there's like twenty thousand <laughs> people on our Facebook group, and you'd be like, oh, that's so and so. Oh, oh, I know that, <laughs> that person is this, and you would know. And then we would like meet people after, and we'd be like, and you'd be like, oh, so and so, like, oh, Tom, and then you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I, it's like the scene from Devil Wears Prada when there's like the binder of all the faces that she has to remember. Yes. I feel like yeah, your face I would be a really you, yeah, good you, assistant, apparently. <laughs> you have everyone memorized. It's incredible. And I'm just over there like I can't – I don't even remember my own middle name half the time. How am I going to remember <laughs> anyone else's faces or names? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I'm bringing up Marisa. Hello. Or is it Marissa? Will you correct me? It's Marissa. Marissa. Okay, wasn't sure. The one S throws me hi, off. Marissa. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> hi. Um, I'm so excited to be able to uh, chat with everybody. I've been listening to you guys' podcast forever, and I have a million stories. Um, I I'm, am a twin. I love it. And um, me and my twin sister have just, like, always been very connected with each other and to the paranormal. Like, just since we were kids, basically since we were like three years old. And um, so I have a ton of stories, but I asked in the chat if I should say, um, if I should talk about my possible run-in with the devil or shadow people. And oh. I, they said both. So I think I can do both. Real <gasps> yes, both for sure. <laughs> I want to start with the devil one because it's been like on my mind a lot lately, which it's just a really creepy experience. And I just told my twin sister about it because she wasn't there when this happened. But so oh my gosh, okay. I am from um, Tucson, Arizona. So super haunted, very spooky town, just like a lot of paranormal stuff in that city in general, just Arizona in general. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything, everything. Yeah. <laughs> all of the things. So I was, this was like, and pretty much my shadow people stories and my devil story happened within like a year span time. So it's kind of like a lot all at once um, or a lot of the creepy stuff all at once. So I was out with my, one of my good friends for her birthday and we went downtown and they like, a, we were with about three other girls and they were drinking. I didn't drink. I was the DD. So they had been drinking. Everybody was really dehydrated. We had like gotten a hotel room just for fun, just to like hang out with everybody so that we could like all have a place to crash together after and 
we were on our way back and it, it's like 3 a.m., mm-hmm. 2.30 a.m., 3 a.m., somewhere around that time. And my, my friend whose birthday it was, she goes, oh, we have no water at the hotel room. Like, we need to stop at a gas station and get water. So we pull into this gas station. It's called Quick Trip. And there's literally no one in this gas station. It's 2.30 in the morning. It's in a really weird part of Tucson. Just like there's no one. There's no one outside. There's no one in the store. There's no one getting gas. Nothing. We park, we park the car, we go in. The only people that are there are the people that work there. So we get our stuff and I had gotten my stuff more quickly than everybody else. Like they were a little bit tipsy trying to figure out what they wanted to drink, which rehydration fluid to go with (laughs) and understandable. And so I walked out and I'm immediately startled. Like there, we parked in front of the building, like, and there's, it's like right front, right in front of the building parking. Well, somehow the light where our car was, was like out. And I get this really dark, heavy feeling. And there's this man sitting there in a full suit and tie and perfectly done hair sitting there out of nowhere. He was not there before. And I was just like, what the heck? We were in there. I was in there for like three minutes. Like, where did he come from? First of all, and just this very ominous evil feeling like you, mm-hmm. you, I was super close to him too. And I, I almost tripped oh. over his feet cause he had him just like on the, in the middle of the way. So I stopped because oh he goes, excuse me. And I was like, yes. He goes, can I have a dollar? And at oh, that point, I don't like the way that his voice sounds. Yes. I know it's you putting it on, but I can picture it perfectly. It was so creepy. And my, at this point, my two friends, my, my three friends had come out and they were sitting behind me. And I was like, you know, I was like, I, and I literally had no money on me. I had my debit card. That was it. And I was like, I have no money, no cash on me. I'm so sorry. And my friends are like, same way. No, no cash, only debit cards and IDs. And so we were like, we we're really sorry. And we we're just trying to like get away from this person as fast as possible. But Marissa, wait, Marissa. Hello, hello. Marissa, can you? Hear Marissa's us? even calling. For you. Oh my yeah, gosh! Okay, hi. you're back. No, but you were gone I'm not, for a second. Okay, I I live in Iowa right now, you guys. This is not even a joke. I literally just got a call from Tucson. <gasps> I'm freaking out. <gasps> oh. I'm actually an unknown number. I'm I'm literally spooked out. No, no. Serious, hundred percent. I'll send you a screenshot of the phone of the phone number. Oh my god. Um. So. <laughs> That's so spooky. I love how you're like, okay, I don't care. Back to it. I'm telling the story. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Oh, my God. In mind. Um, so we were like, yeah, we we're really sorry. And then he immediately goes, he leans forward, like lunges forward. And this guy, keep in mind, this oh, is no. like a very uncanny, handsome person asking for money. Like, he's very handsome. He's in a full suit, nice shoes, nice clothes, everything, sitting on the side of a gas station under a dark lamp, like very weird. And so we say, we're sorry. I do not I'm like looking this, yeah. at him very sincerely. And then he lunges forward, smiles with his head down and goes, well, how about I give you a dollar? Ah, and how about you go away? And we, we were like, I, I will. I, first of all, I was like, no, thanks. And then we all like darted to the car, got in the car. We're driving away. We're like looking over our shoulders. And my friend was like, is it me or did that guy actually feel like the devil? Like, did he feel, everybody was like, I, I felt immediate presence of evil. 
in that person. And he was way too put together. And it's three in the morning, two or three in the morning. I can't even remember. But like, there's no one else here. He wasn't there when we walked in. And just, it's just like the scariest thing that we all had this really evil feeling. And, and I just yeah, remember yeah. feeling like that was either the devil or the de- or a demon because it was the most evil presence and the interaction where like he's asking for a dollar and then offers you a dollar. It's like, what, what just, it was so scary. And this complete, like very large, scary grin asking if I want a dollar, like looking right into my soul. I, I thought I was going to like it, die on the spot. Seriously. It makes me think of like a serial killer too. Like someone with yeah. really evil, malicious intent. Yeah. And like their soul is just evil. Yeah. Just, but also if you had given him a dollar, what, what was next? Like, what are the, what did he, yeah. what are the next steps? Well, and it's creepy because he approached me when I was by myself and then they came up and then he, that like, I don't know what it would have happened if I was by myself, you know? And I've met a lot of really dark people. Like I've met people who have really bad energy and this was just like straight to the bone, bone chilling. Like this is not, it didn't feel human levels of evil. I think that's what's so yeah, fight or flight. Oh is yeah. Like yeah, you're having this visceral reaction. Yeah. And especially because he was so handsome, like he was not a scary looking person. He was very handsome and randomly in, and in this is Tucson. So like people don't just sit outside gas stations wearing full suits. Like it's a really high poverty area. And like, there's just not, that just doesn't happen. So it's just like all of these things added together, yeah. sitting under a dark lamp, asking weird questions. It was like so scary. Oh. So yeah. Well, and too, like we're taught as women too, that, that there are certain people that will never ask you for help. Or that certain behavior yeah. is doesn't make sense and doesn't add up. And if that guy really needed a dollar, yeah. wouldn't you think that he would go ask the cashier or ask to use the phone to call someone to come mm-hmm. help him? He wouldn't sit outside and in the creepiest way possible yeah. give you this like threatening back and forth dialogue I about – exchanging a dollar. I might need to disagree. I have had men do very creepy things worse than asking me for a dollar. So I will say as women, we also have been subjected to a lot of this shit. So this guy was just like, this guy was just like, like, you know, when something bad is going to happen because an ordinary person who means no ill will on you would never behave that way. Yeah. 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 And it's true. It is just like, I don't know. I just remember feeling like, that was a very supernatural experience. And so did every person who was there. Like, it's strange. So yeah, I, the devil, serial killer, same thing in my yeah. mind sometimes. Honestly, <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Um, a little bit of both, a little possession situation. I on, Honestly, that could have been part of it too. But he, like, he was so calm. He didn't seem like he was on drugs. And that's another thing that like I'm used to in Tucson is a lot of people are on drugs. Like it's a really impoverished area and there is a lot of cartel like gangs and stuff like that and so like that but it's funny like I'm just like yeah that's normal just like a Tuesday um (laughs) what makes it what does make me think it was something negative and evil spirited is the fact that you got a call from Arizona as you were telling this story like that is such a weird and creepy coincidence that's like yes that is super super weird i freaked out because i was like i'm getting a call from tucson not right now no way oh yeah 
but that's my first oh, story. That's so my first creepy. story. So maybe I might scare people more with the second one. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, please. <laughs> so since I was a little kid, I've seen shadow people. The house I grew up in was really, really active with like just a lot of evil entities, I feel like, um, partially because I grew up in a really abusive home and I feel like that negative energy just attracts evil. Um, I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Thank God in therapy. <laughs> yeah, truly, yeah. So I grew up in a, a home with like a lot of really negative energy. But I remember one time when I was a kid, this is this all kind of compiles into the, the last bit of this. But I was um, I woke up from a nap and my family was having a barbecue and everybody was in the backyard and it was like 4 p.m. And I, I walked into the kitchen and I remember just like feeling this really strange presence and then looking down the hallway because we had this hallway from the kitchen where like the other four bedrooms in our house were because I, I come from a big family but and there's this shadow like this person is just completely black figure leaning against the wall with a cowboy hat and just t- tipping his hat down and I I remember looking over seeing that and then he looked up at me and then I just ran. I just darted out to the backyard. Like no time. Oh, honestly, that's the best, best reaction. <laughs> honestly, no time Flight. wasted. Yeah. And so that was my first encounter. And my next one, um, I moved into an apartment with my twin sister and one of our friends. And I moved into this corner bedroom. And like, since the day I moved in, I just remember like always having really weird stuff happen. Like I had a leak the first night I moved in, there was like a leak in my bedroom and it was directly over my face. And it woke me up at three in the morning, like with water dripping on my face. And then just, and then I had had it like the leak fixed and moved my bed to the other part of the room. And then I woke up again with water dripping on my face and in the middle of the night, because there was another leak randomly out of nowhere. So super weird, <laughs> really negative energy. But I had this nightmare one night, um, or not a nightmare. I, I I guess it's up to everybody to decide. But I, I remember like being, ha- I felt like I was half awake or half asleep. And in my dream or waking state, I, I thought that there was a dark shadow in my closet. And so I'm... I, I, you know, I'm thinking this is a dream, but I wake up like my, I wake up throwing myself to a sitting position, like mid, mid sleep, like throwing myself directly into a sitting position, looking over, seeing a dark figure dart across my room Mm -hmm. and knocks my, my lamp over to the ground. (gasps) And and I get up and I like freak out. I run out oh of the gosh. room and I grab my sister. I'm like, Mackenzie, you need to come into my room because I think I either just had a really scary nightmare or there's a literally a ghost in my, there's like something dark in my room and it just knocked over my lamp. So I grab her and I make her come and see that my lamp is knocked over. Cause I was like thinking I'm having hallucinations or something. And, um, and she was like, no, your lamp's definitely knocked over. And I was like, yeah. And it wasn't like just knocked over. It was like the lamp was pulled out of the socket. And I'm across the room watching this thing get pulled out of the socket. Oh, that is I, so and I, freaked, I was like, I'm sleeping in your room. My room's too dangerous to sleep in. And I didn't sleep. So <laughs> <laughs> solve that problem. Um, oh, my and God. Then the last part was I was at a friend's house 
And also in Tucson, this is all in Tucson, by the way, in case you were wondering if it's, if it's really spooky there, it definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) We have to go. So I was at a friend's house again, like not really too late at night. It was like probably 10 or 11 and I'm, I'm just driving home. Um, it was a night though. And I'm in an, I'm probably like an hour away or like not an hour, like 40 minutes away from my house, but I'm alone and I'm driving through these back roads and I pull up to this I'm like pulling up to this area where there's this park and there's, there's this neighborhood and it's dead. There are no cars anywhere. Nothing. I'm, I'm wide awake too. I'm not like sleepy or anything. Um, but I'm pulling up to this stop sign and I see that there's this shadow figure with a hat, like a bowler hat on standing at the corner. Was it the same hat as the first No, one? that's the different, that is the weird thing. So when I was a kid, it was a different hat and it was a cowboy hat and I've never seen another shadow figure with a cowboy hat or heard anybody talk about that. But that was my first experience with a shadow, a shadow person was a cowboy hat. And then they were, after that, they were bowler hat people. So, but, but that one. You have like a thousand hat men. Yeah. Yeah. So many different versions. Super creepy. And I just, I don't know. I, and I, and I remember like, I was not in a bad mood that night. Like I had good energy. I wasn't feeling negative. Um, and I was just driving home until I saw, I, I, I was like, okay, that's a man. And I got closer because I, I have bad eyesight, but I have glasses on. So I'm like driving. And I'm like, okay, that's probably just somebody walking in night, get closer. And I was like, that is not a person. And I just like, I blew the oh, stop no. sign. I did. There was nobody there. I was like, there's no way I'm stopping. And I, I remember like, you have, you have very yeah. fast instincts. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yes. I, I have. I think it's training from my house growing up. So <laughs> yeah, probably not yeah. a great thing, but it saves me. I feel like <laughs> there's something too about, I feel like when you're in a car at night, you should feel safer than you do. You know, like there's something about just like yes. being in this vehicle and everything being dark around you. That's so scary, but you're like in a giant metal contraption. Like you should feel like generally better, but I get so spooked. Like driving down creepy roads like if you see anyone on the side it's literally like your heart goes out of your chest so I can only imagine how you felt when you saw him and realized that what you're saying was a shadow person yeah I think we've seen enough horror movies where like something bad happens in the car yeah yeah Yeah, there's no way I was stopping at that stop sign as soon as I saw it I was like nope nope (laughs) there's nobody around I was like there's nobody to see me if I die like it's gonna be like hours before someone finds me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah, those are my, those are my stories. I have a lot of stories, but those are, those are my really memorable ones. Um, oh my gosh. So. so have you seen the shadow man or hat man since, or is, or is that the last time? Um, I've only seen, I've only seen a shadow person once, um, since I, I've moved to, I live in Iowa now, um, with my okay. husband. And I just feel like ever since I've been married to him, I haven't had any negative energy really, um, except this one time, but I woke up in my bedroom and he sleeps in later than me because I had work. And so I go into the kitchen and I'm getting ready and making coffee, whatever. And I look down the hallway and every, this is a thing I do every, every morning. Like I make sure all the lights and all the other rooms are off and like all the doors are closed and all this stuff. So, cause we had this one hallway with all of our mm-hmm. doors. And so I make sure every morning when I walk out, I close all the doors and make sure all the lights are off just so I just so we're saving energy. And also I hate open doors, but, um, right. So I walk down the hallway I'm in the, or I'm in the kitchen and I look, I, I look down the hallway and I see something black, like dart into his office. 
and the light turned on. And I was like, at the time I was like, oh, like, oh, oh, Riley just got up. I guess he's just like running around, getting ready in the morning, whatever, no big deal. And then I go, I make my coffee, go back to get dressed for work. And I walk in my bedroom and he's asleep in bed. And I freaked ah. out, but I haven't had anything since then. There's, and I'm very thankful for it. And I feel like oh. I'm very protected. Yeah. I feel like I have, um, good protection, uh, from the Holy spirit. And I'm very thankful to God for that. Um, cause I've never had anything actually like hurt me or come close to me or anything scary. Just, I, I see it. I feel like I'm sensitive to seeing it. Good. Um, right. Yeah. And now whatever energy your husband's bringing is, is really more positivity. Yeah. Yeah, He's a very positive. He's got, he has all the angel stories and I have all of the dark (laughs) stories. Of course we get married. Cosmic balance. There we go. We keep it neutral. (laughs) Wow. Marissa. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. So much. And yeah, we so appreciate you sharing these stories with us. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that I could share. Have a good night. You too. All right. Yeah. Marissa needs to also send us that screenshot of the call from Arizona because that yes. timing was so weird. I know. I want to hear. You know what song I have like... stuck in my head? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Is what? Moo, I'm a cow from Doja Cat. And I keep like, oh. I think I'm like self-soothing <laughs> myself and um, playing it over and over in my head. That's so funny. It's like an intrusive, an intrusive thought almost i just like can't not that line over and over, and over again yeah <laughs> oh, i love doja cat though oh, same i saw her at coachella cow. and she was fantastic every time i see a video of her performing because she's also i mean she was a professional dancer like she's just yeah oh, she knows what mesmerizing she's yeah i yeah. can't stop staring at her oh now she's stuck in my head like she's I love her <laughs> part of my life Okay, I'm going to bring up Aaron, and then after that, I'm going to bring up Ella, and I feel like that might bring us to the end of the night, but we'll see. Aaron, howdy. Hello, Aaron. You got to click the... Um, there we go. Button. Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. There oh, we go. Uh, as soon as you guys said Aaron, I was like, they don't mean <laughs> We mean you. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Great. How are you? I'm, are you haunted? So, so it's, it's, it's weirder than that. First of all, I want to tell you guys, it was like... You guys are always talking about synchronicities and stuff, right? Yeah. So the first yeah. episode I watched you guys was... Wait. Oh, Aaron. Sorry. Hold on. Do, there's a lot of, like, movement and shuffling. It sounds like you're going away, and then you're coming closer. Oh. It sounds like you're in the closet in Parent Trap and pretending <laughs> like you can't hear us. Hold on just a second. Let me take you out. I have my AirPods in. But, yeah. So um, the first episode I watched you guys, you guys were talking about the haunted mansions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the two in Denver... Yeah, oh, yes. I, I live like three blocks away yes. from each one of those. <gasps> so we could build a tunnel to your house yeah, too. Yeah, oh exactly. my gosh, you could be yeah. a part of our underground yeah. tunnel. So I live yeah, <laughs> underground tunnel, but um, Woo! Yeah, yeah. we'll have secret, secret meetings. Tunnel. We'll have secret, secret meetings in the middle tunnel. of the tunnel. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but I'm on the fourth floor of an apartment building, so that would be my neighbors might be a little upset. <laughs> I'd be like, here, just move out of the way. We'll just make the tunnel to like your backyard and then we'll just like shine a flashlight and do like a, you know, if you get like five flickers followed yeah. by like three flickers, it's, yeah. it's us calling for you to come like, into the tunnel. Morse code. I'm, I'm like, I'm being cold. <laughs> We're like the oh, yeah. rat people now. <laughs> come to the tunnel. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. um, Yeah. So I've always kind of had like weird stuff going on, but like, it's been recently where like, I feel weird even talking about it in my apartment. I just started like kind of reaching out because of this apartment. 
I'd always knew about like, you know, like the, the, the witching hour and everything like that, like three o'clock in the morning and stuff tends to like go down, never really paid attention to it. So when I was like really, really young, I, the first like ghost sighting I ever saw was, um, and I'm sorry, I'm super nervous. I told myself I wasn't going to be nervous. And then now I'm like, I feel like I'm like on a job interview. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess what, Aaron, you're hired. But yeah, so I saw, I, so we had like, we lived in a townhouse. We had like this big, like pullout couch thing. that was like a bed. You could, you know, like I, I like to like camp out in the living room every once in a while. So I was like sleeping down there and we had, Mm -hmm. it was like a little hallway that would go into like a closet and a bathroom. Like if you went like down this little itty bitty hallway, it was like to the right was a closet, to the left was a bathroom, but you had to go past this little wall. And I remember seeing, like, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw this like shadow. And I remember like, I could see, I had a thought where I was like, uh, like, and I was probably like 13 or 14. And I was like, uh, that's kind of funny. Like that kind of looks like, like a little kid and like the head and then like the hands. And then you can kind of see like the knuckles bending around the corner of the wall. And I was like, oh yeah, like that kind of looks like that. And as soon as I had that thought, it moved like back away, like back into the hallway. Oh, and and I could see like the head move and like, I could see like the fingers, like, like, like just imagine if like you were bending across a hallway, like holding on to the the side of the I picture it perfectly yeah exactly and then like just a little imagine, like finger grab yeah like a little finger grab and then like you could see like the fingers like like slide away <gasps> and I froze I don't think I moved for four hours like I was like 13 14 <laughs> years old I just laid there like this is the the yeah no and I remember like I, don't, I can't even remember what was on the TV. Like I just like, I just laid there for like four hours and I don't know what time it was because you know, like I wasn't really paying attention. It was like 12, 13 years old. I wasn't really paying attention to like, Oh, is it three o'clock in the morning? Or like, you know, like I was just scared shitless. <laughs> like, right. I mean, you can barely yeah, breathe after oh something like that God. happens. Cause you're like, if I look anywhere, if I do anything, um, if I like move an inch or twitch, this thing's going to know and it's going to run and come and get the whole me. Time I was thinking, I was like, it can read my mind because like, I had that thought, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe it could, we don't know. Yeah, I know, like, like, cause I was like, okay, like don't do anything. And I was like, no, don't think anything. <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> I like, you know, like, I was like, all I did was think like, oh, that kind of looks like, like that shadow kind of looks like, like I was just painting it in my head. Like, oh yeah, that's the head right there. And then, oh yeah, like the hands right there. And it fucking moved. And I was like, oh my God. Oh. But yeah, that was the first time. Oh. But, nothing's really happened since then like there's been like weird little things <laughs> i wrote down a couple things because i think that story is for another time but uh yeah my bathroom ghost in this new apartment i moved into there's always been like weird stuff that happens in the bathroom like of course like things you can explain like in the middle of the night uh-huh. i don't know like stuff has fallen off the walls in the bathroom and you always get ugh. i'm like explaining it and i'm standing in my bathroom like no <laughs> No, I'm Why like are you standing out of in your bathroom? bathroom? Go to a different <laughs> room, my God. <laughs> You're telling the story, so naturally you gravitate towards exactly, the yeah. to look at it and but, describe yeah, it, but exactly. no, that's so scary. Because I'm trying to like explain to you guys my bathroom, but um, like even just like taking a shower in the bathroom, <laughs> like you get like claustrophobic. I don't know. Like you just have like a bad, like it's not a good time. Oh, yeah. Maybe like a month in, 
the shower curtain just gets ripped down. Didn't start paying attention until like the third okay. or fourth time that um I was somewhere, I think I was, because I like little like witchy stuff. So like, I think I was at like a metaphysical store and I was saying something about like, just goofing off with the girl I was dating at the time. Like, oh yeah, like my, uh, you know, like my, my bathroom, uh, like st- weird stuff. Like you just always have a weird feeling in the bathroom. And they were like, well, what happened? And uh, I was like, oh, the shower curtain gets ripped down every right. once in a while in the middle of the night. And they were like, well, what time in the middle of the night? And I was like, I don't, like, I don't know, but I'm going to start paying attention now because that was like an oddly specific question. It's always around 3 o'clock, 2.50, 2.45, like, you know, 3.25. It's always around those times. And um, I had the girl that I'm like currently dating. She woke up in the middle of the night and like was shaking me. She was like, Aaron, somebody's in the house. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I heard a loud bang. Somebody's like downstairs. And I was like, I, I swear to God. I was like, what time is it? <laughs> and she was like, she looked over at the cut. She was like, it's like 3.02. And I was like, it's the shower curtain. <laughs> she was like, what? And I came downstairs. It was the damn shower curtain. I've set uh. up a camera, but you can't really see because I'm not going to put a camera in my bathroom. So the camera like points, like it like points. <laughs> my apartment's like a big, like open concept so the corner that i have it in it's like a 12 foot ceiling so you can see pretty much the entire apartment and through the camera you can uh-huh. see just a sliver of inside mm-hmm. the bathroom into the mirror and the mirror reflects onto the shower curtain and you can barely see but it looks like it gets like tugged down and then why oh and gosh then- what what time was oh. this again oh like 302 oh my gosh oh. like i literally and i wasn't even this stuff happens all the time in the bathroom that like I wasn't even like perturbed. <laughs> like I wasn't even like, she's like shaking me awake and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, someone's in the house. Yes. Like I heard a noise and I was like, what, 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 what time is it? And she was like, it's like, uh, and she looked over, she was like, it's 3.02. And I was like, she, like, she kind of explained to me, she was like, it just sounded like a loud bang. And I was like, nope, it's the bathroom. It's the shower curtain. And I was like, I told you. <laughs> like, I, yeah. And then there's been a few other things. I don't know. It's weird. But um, I, I actually, to end this off, I have a couple little funny lighter notes. Well, just a question real yeah. quick. Is this the end of the bathroom ghost story? So it's still ongoing? We have no answers? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm looking you're for just, you're, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's ongoing. Oh, yeah. This is a haunting yeah, live. A, wow. Okay. Well, you'll have to keep us updated live from on the that bathroom. one. <laughs> Live from the bathroom. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I call it my uh, my little, uh, like when people come over, I'm like, oh, just watch out going to the bathroom because my, uh, my bathroom goes is a little bit of a pervert. Because <laughs> I don't put the shower curtain up anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean. I just like, I have a door to my bathroom, so I close the bathroom door, but the shower curtain is done. Right. I don't. The ghost made its intentions yeah, in, I was very like, you know clear what? on it's that one. Like the last yeah. time it fell, which was like, I don't know, two weeks ago. I just came in the bathroom and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fine. I would honestly rather a ghost watch me just completely shower naked than experience the fear of the shower curtain falling or moving at all. While yes. I mean, what's frustrating is the, the ghosts, yes. ghosts can already watch the shower naked. So it's like they don't need to pull down the shower curtain to mm-hmm. make that happen. So this is a very intentional. Like they want you to know that they're watching you shower. Probably. That's, you know, that, yeah, that makes it a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> just do like weird stuff now when you're in there and maybe they'll be like oh this show is not for me anymore like this dude is weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay wait but give us the give us the lighter note like, he just keeps yeah. on singing Katy perry <laughs> <laughs>
He just says that same line from Doja Cat's song over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Pajama cow. Pajama cow. Pajama cow. I'm going to have to, I almost, when I saw it in the comments, I almost Googled the song. I was like, you know what? I have to brush up on my Doja. Let me tell you, you listen to it. Watch the music video. Everyone do yourselves a favor and watch the music video. It is well worth your time. We have to check it out. But yeah, on a lighter note. Okay. Well, actually I had to go talk to the leasing office. And when I was uh, down there, I was like, Hey guys, uh," I was thinking it was like headline news that I was like telling them. Like, I thought I was like, I got some deets for you. I got some tea. So I went down <laughs> to the leasing office and I was like, hey, like, I think it was my uh, my garbage disposal. Garbage disposal was messing up. I was like, hey, by the way, um, before I leave, I just want to let you know, there's a uh, there's a spirit <laughs> or a ghost or something in my bathroom. And I was like, I just want to let you know, like, this place is haunted. And she literally looked at me. She was like, well, yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, is that why my rent's so cheap? I was like, <laughs> She just, she was like, oh yeah, well, not necessarily this building, but building three used to be a hospital. And she saw my face was just like jaw dropped. Like you could tell like her demeanor tan. She was like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, what'd you see? And I was like, what is going on right now? I was like, that is not the reaction that I was expecting. So I was like, wait, what? And she was like, oh yeah, well, building three used to be a, like a hospital. So like, Sometimes people see like um, they said the man in the man in the um, oh my god I'm talking way too long I'm so sorry no this is but amazing the man in the suit is one of them and then the women and I was like oh my god because I think my ghost is a I don't know why I just you know I was like if somebody wants to see me in the shower I, I don't think it's a dude in the suit. <laughs> you know yeah, getting exactly. some feminine vibes I yeah, respect the this feminine guy. energy. <laughs> The ghost is me. I am the ghost. <laughs> so you're a, you're a, what do you, what do you call it? You're a, I'm like an astral a, being. Yeah, you're astral uh, projecting yourself. I'm a peeping Tom, but like a peeping, <laughs> peeping phantom. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm astral but, projecting. Um, <laughs> but on a uh, lighter note, I, um, the girl that I'm dating right now, she, um, I went to the store and like I came back and she was like, oh, hey, so, um, and she was like, uh, yeah, so, while you were gone, I uh, I talked to the ghost in your bathroom. All right, and then and then to preface this, to, oh. to, to give you guys some like my so I'm a guy. I live by myself. So like my I have a like I have too many clothes to be a dude. First of all, to be a human being, I have too many clothes. So my, I have three <laughs> closets in this apartment, and they're all full. So I like your self awareness. Yeah, exactly. I just as a human being, I have way too many clothes. So my walk-in closet has clothes everywhere. So, so um, I uh, she I come home and she's like, "Hey, Aaron." So I talked to your um, your bathroom ghost, and I was like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, we have an understanding." Um, she said that as long as I don't touch your closet and don't clean your closet, we're good. We're on good standings. And I was like, I think that you just don't want to have anything to do with cleaning my closet. I was like, I don't think this has anything to do with the ghost or the bathroom ghost or anything. No, but now they're yeah, scheming exactly. together. Yeah, oh God, they're it's working like together. them versus yeah. you. Wow. Aaron, this is amazing. You, you'll have to keep us posted about your bathroom ghost. And if anything more happens, this is fantastic. It, I have heard that whole area of Denver is extremely haunted. Capitol Hill, that whole area. So where those two houses were and oh, your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in like, I don't know. I've 
I told myself not to give out, like not dox myself. I was like, by the end of this conversation, I was thinking as I was talking, I was like, I'm going to end up accidentally giving him my apartment number. Don't give <laughs> yeah, your address. Yeah. Stranger exactly, danger yeah. still no, applies. You can, you can side message us. You can email us your no, address. Yeah, no. we, do, we do need it for the tunnel building business. <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll give you like coordinates and stuff. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, great. Aaron, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry for taking up so much no, time. No, this was fantastic. I, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Wow. Oh, man. These were great These are tonight. so great. I know I mentioned that I'd bring Ella up next, but unfortunately, we are out of time. So, Ella, please come back next Tuesday. We'll make sure to bring you up first. And then also, we have a message from Scott because we will allow everyone to to give edits to their story. Yes. And Scott said, can you do me a favor and please share this? I want to be clear that I'm very happily married with my loving and living soulmate. I was nervous. I should have mentioned that during my story. Please and thank you. Which we totally understand. And honestly, in my opinion, I think we have yeah. many different soulmates. I think we have different types of relationships many. with soulmates. There's traveling souls. Like I believe that my dog and my mom are traveling souls with me. There's, yeah, you know, you have your spirit guides. Yeah, you can have like friend soulmates. You can have partner soulmates there's all different types so and you might be different different things to each other in different lives like exactly you know someone who maybe was your mom in a past life is your best friend in the next one or your best friend in this life is going to be your partner or your child in the next one we yeah believe that they're all different types of traveling souls and soulmates yes yes agreed so don't you worry don't you worry scott we all understand Thank you all for yes. joining us. We'll be back again on Tuesday next week as we are every week. Um, and if you didn't get to share your story tonight, please remind yourselves to email it to us or you can also come back every week and we hope to get to everyone. I don't want to go. I know. We <laughs> and we will see you, see you on, on the, the other side. side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.